What I think of the Sandlot pops up in my head when this is the movie The Sandlot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this one. This is a good beat. Hey everyone, it's your host Addy Med, and you are chiming in too. MLO, and today we're going to be talking about credit scores. I know, you're probably rolling your eyes right now, but this is super important, guys. So buckle up. I've got Dan Keller. It's going to be a great conversation. This is the first step. So truly understanding credit and then understanding how to leverage your credit. Mm. So we're going to talk today about what is credit. Not a whole lot of time on what is credit, but the importance of understanding your credit but understanding the five factors that impact your credit score. Yeah, hit me with number one. Actually, before you get into it, can I say something? Absolutely. First and foremost, it really irritates me that nobody taught me credit when I went through school. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Why? It's, it is so impactful. I'm going to go through, the, through these things, I promise. Yeah. But why did I take chemistry, but I didn't take FICO 101? Right. Huh? It's crazy. And I've been talking to my daughter. She's 16, sophomore. And I'm starting to teach her about budgeting. We've, got, we've given her one of our credit cards um, for use. But teaching her, the hey, you're going to need one of these one day for yourself. Right. And if you can't understand basic budgeting, you've got a $500 limit. You don't get a charge over 500 And, oh, by the way, if you're going to charge 500 if you're going to use that for the airline miles that we have on this, <laughs> you got to be able to pay it off every single month because – and I love before we even before we were just chatting out in the yeah. lobby, how you the analogy you use. I'm gonna actually go home tonight and share this with Ali. But the analogy that you use in explaining credit score, like I do, I I said when we were talking, I said your credit score is your financial character, mm-hmm. and I gave an an example, and you kind of one up me. I'm stealing yours because I absolutely love it. So yeah. how do you define credit? So I like to explain it as it's similar to your driving record. So Mm. the credit score is your financial driving record. So it's super relatable because we all, most of us all have to pay auto insurance, right? That premium goes up if we have a bad record. We got a ticket, fender bender. I mean, a lot of insurance pays us when we don't have a claim. They're just great, right? So the credit aspect is your driving record in the financial world. How good have you been when credit was extended? Mm -hmm. Did you make all your payments on time? Where are your balances at? Mm -hmm. Were you out with them student loans? Your mortgage. So it's a really good, relatable one-liner, I think. I absolutely love that. I'm going to teach it to Allie and Hudson tonight. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) My pleasure. But let's hit into your five components, right? So these aren't even mine. These are industry-wide. If you go to FICO.com, you'll see these. But this is how the credit scoring algorithm functions, all right? So they function off of five key factors. The first and the most important. So the majority of your credit score going up or going down comes from this, and that's payment history. Real simple. Do you make your payments or not? Okay. Yes or no? Yes or no. Now, the second, which is right behind it in regards to importance, is your balance to limit ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where so many people, the people get caught up on this one. Yeah. Well, and that's where so many people go wrong with us. They'll come in and they'll have a 611 credit score, mm-hmm. but they've got three maxed out small credit accounts. And we run them through the credit analyzer program. We say, hey, if you could pay down these two accounts to X. Mm-hmm. 
your credit score will jump up to 689 and that's good enough to get you approved or get you a better interest rate. Yep. So it's so important. And then, and then you get the overanalyzers, the freaks that download the, my FICO app and, uh, and then, and then they're, they're, you know, they're checking their score every single day. And when they make their bills, they're watching it go up and down. And you do need to understand that. I think that's healthy that your credit score does ebb and flow. It ebbs and flows monthly based on how much you're charging, how much you owe, and then that limit on that account. And I know we're doing a little sidebar here because we're going through the bullets, right? Mm-hmm. I do, there is a really big disconnect with a lot of people out there because of these estimar- estimators, credit-wise, credit karma. Uh, yeah. There's tons of them out there. If you do any mobile banking, yeah. you have a FICO monitoring thing. Enroll in that. Note that these are estimates, guys. Yeah. There are three credit bureaus, mm-hmm. Experian, Equifax, Trans- TransUnion. Those estimators are usually pulling only public data data yep. from one of the three. Yep. So let's say you had a collection. Mm-hmm. You didn't pay a bill. It's happened. We've all done stupid things, yeah. right? Mistakes happen. It might only be popping up on one of the three bureaus, and the monitor that you're watching isn't recognizing the collections. So you got to understand there are three scores. When you go to do a big purchase like mortgage and you do a hard credit inquiry, it's going to take all three scores into account. So note that. Yeah, that's so important. But rolling it back, though, and we're having a little bit of technical issues here on the login, I do want to talk about that credit utilization ratio, guys. So let's say you have a $10,000 limit. I advise people to try to keep your utilization ratio at 20% or under. You'll hear a lot of different figures out there, but that is really going to be the sweet zone for you. And let's say you're at 50% right now. Ten, you, have, you owe 5,000 on a 10,000. Just make a goal to get it down to 2,000. These little baby steps are going to help your score. And that's just the way that I factor it all together. Dan, are we doing okay over there? <laughs> Yeah, the cap locks on. Oh, bummer. So we have this we have this computer set up to the TV in the studio here and we've got locked out. Now we yeah, got the space we needle back. again. We're rolling. We're rolling. So I just jammed through yep. credit utilization ratio. Yep. I talk about 20%. It's kind yep. of a mystery number. What's in your notes? What yeah. do you say? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of studies out there at 10, 10 to 20%, but anything under that, it's, it's not relevant. So I think you're spot on. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and the thing I love about being able to run a client through our credit analyzer program, mm. it's so great because it does the work for us, and it, it, it kind of beats the algorithm or it communicates with the algorithm versus us kind of just going, well, general rule of thumb, if you did this, your credit score could go up. And it's pretty spot on. It's within a couple of points. So absolutely love that software that we have here at, uh, at New American Funding. The, the third thing, though, and we're getting less important, less relevant, but the third factor is length of credit history. So this is really important, I think, when you got the people that are like, gosh, I'm sitting at 720 and my scores just really, I mean, I don't really have any debt, yeah. but my scores aren't really moving. Y- you just got to get a little bit more mature credit. Here's... A tip. It has to be unofficial because I'm not a licensed credit analyzer, which you have to say, like tax accountants, yeah. right? Yeah. But I personally did this when I was building up my credit. Mm-hmm. And there's some asterisks to this tip. Yep. If you're starting over and you really need that help and you're close with your family, mm-hmm. guess what? 
parents can add you on as an authorized user and you inherit this has as a two-edged sword here you inherit all of the history of that card so if they add you on and they've had this amazing credit card for 15 years guess what you just added to your profile 15 years yeah now the other side of the sword though is you don't want to be added on to one that's at a missed payment it's maxed out yeah so there's a lot to that and feel free to dm one of us if you're if that Mm kind of is your lane will help you through it um but no that is a way to extend the history the other thing too since we're on kind of getting some help with your credit Mm -hmm. both you and i over our years in the mortgage industry we've seen thousands of credit reports and sometimes they just they've missed the mark on credit they've just kind of have made some mistakes like we all have we are aligned with credit repair credible credit restoration companies. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you had some adverse credit events or you've just got a bunch of things and you need to get it cleaned up, you can actually hire companies to help repair that. Now, there's a lot of scams out there, I will tell you. I've vetted over the years probably six or seven, and I've stuck with the company that I recommend. I love Blue Water Credit. Mm. Um, they personally helped me. I had my identity stolen in 2016, oh. right as my wife and I were selling our house and buying our dream home. Uh. Get out of yeah. here. And they they helped get with the sheriff's department and fix it overnight and actually caught the criminals through video surveillance. But um, there's hope. So, I mean, a lot of times we see people and they're like, gosh, I got a divorce seven years ago or six years ago. And it was just, you know, and then I, and then I, went, I got depressed and this and that. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of just mismanaged my credit. I didn't do anything about it. And it's horrible. Cool. Let me help you. The thing with, with credit, too, is like it's not dinner table conversation. Right. You don't bring your credit score for your Thanksgiving side, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. it's when you have bruised credit, yeah. don't feel ashamed. Yeah. I got to say that I was there, man. I had like a 510 at one point, not an 800. Yeah. You can rebound. You can yeah. fix it. Yeah. And what I always try to tell people, because credit's one of these things that's just not like comfortable to talk about in America yeah. for some reason yeah. publicly. But I just ripped the banding off in my mortgage strategies. This is my story with my credit. I had horrible credit before I got my act together, got into the mortgage and real estate industry. So you can fix it, and it's okay. You just have to start. Don't make an excuse. I'm just going to let it be in the closet. It is what it is. Well, sometimes people think that about people like you and I. And I did the same thing. I got out of graduate school, and I just was like, I'm not paying these student loans. Like, I don't need to pay them. And they weren't that many, but... I disregarded a couple bills because I didn't have a job yet. Next thing you know, I let another card go and got horrible credit. And then I met my wife, and it was time to buy a home. And I'm like, doggone it. Man, I should have paid better attention, right? And so we've we've been there. We've been in your shoes. I think that's that's what makes us um, not only just valuable but relatable. We've been in your shoes. We've walked in your shoes. We can help you, whether you have good credit or bad credit. I would say... That once you get your credit up to where, you know, I'm in the upper sevens, low eights, depending yeah, month to month. Yeah, the balances, yeah. It's tougher and more stressful managing that because you don't want to lose it. So, you know, my wife, um, uh, a little over a year ago, accidents happen. Jenny pay, auto pays all of our bills. Forgot to pay my uh, business account with Chase. My score dropped 40 points overnight because of a missed monthly payment. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I will tell you this. It comes back a lot quicker when you have that solid foundation. Right. So six months later, I'm back into the upper sevens, low eights. So right, right, right. you got to build that foundation. That's what this 
formula, the five factors of your credit score is all about teaching you how to build that foundation. So number four, and I know you're going to like to talk about this is mix of credit. So you don't get an 800 credit score by having a couple credit cards. What do we need to have a great 800 credit score? Yeah, you need diversity in the credit. So there's different You've got like auto loans, you've got mortgages, you've got student loans, you've got consumer debt, like credit cards. Those are all different buckets. So the more boxes you check in the diversity, the higher the score potential. And it really is almost, it's really rare to see someone above 760 if they've never owned a home. And why? Because they've never checked the mortgage box yep. on their credit profile. Yep. So don't be discouraged and don't let it stop you from building out a home yep. ownership plan. Because yep. I hear this all the time. People are like, I'm at like $795. i have just been really nervous. Yep. Here's the reality of the situation. A lot of loan programs, yep. you're getting t- the best interest rate you can at 760 or higher. So if you've got an 820 or 761, most loan programs, same interest rate. So don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I tell clients this all the time because this is Professor Dan. Before I got into mortgage, I was yeah, a yeah, college yeah. professor. So I say this because they're fighting over. They don't want me to pull their credit because they have a. They don't want their credit score to drop. And I said, well, what do you think your credit score is on your app? And they say 797. I go, cool. Anything over a 760 <laughs> is an A+. You can't get an A++ in college, right? <laughs> so I say that all the time. A like 760 is your mark. Anything yeah. over 760 is the cherry on top of the Sunday, and it, and it doesn't matter a lot. Oftentimes people throw away the cherry anyway. So just know that. that don't beat yourself up. Yeah, but you got to start, too. It starts with those th- the three credit cards. Yep. Yep. That if you have zero credit, you got to get three, yep. and it's going to probably be a secured credit card. Yep. So you have a little down payment. Yep. You make six to 12 payments on it. Yeah. Then they give it back yeah. to you. It becomes unsecured. That's where you got to start. Yep. Then it's an auto loan yep. is probably the most the next one, right? Yeah. Any what else is it saying? I go, there? I say just when you say two to three credit cards, an auto loan or two, you know, yeah. if, if you're in a family, auto loan and then a mortgage and pay them on time. Yeah. And then the credit cards, keep them below, you know, 30 to 50% of their limit at all times, pay them consistently and you're good to go. That's the, it's a recipe. And I've done a blog post on this before the, or a video, the recipe for an 800 credit score. That's really it. So I do want to say one random thing. I've noticed an uptick of people executing personal loans it seems really accessible now comparatively yeah. to just five years ago yeah. you look at your junk mail is the best place to see how to get a loan because you get crap yeah. all the time so there's multiple credit card companies and banks extending mm-hmm. personal loans at pretty high interest rates oh, yeah. and it's super appealing to some people and i'm seeing these pop up it's like 30 yeah. dollars personal loan used to never see those but that's going to be an uptick and it's a dangerous yeah. slippery slope yeah. And a lot of people are taking that money and maybe had a great run last yeah. year and invested it. And yep. then they're coming back to reality as there's some market corrections and yep. stocks and crypto. Yep. Yep. So be real. Like, I don't endorse personal loans yep. unless you have a PhD in strategic financing and you know something yeah. that we don't know. Yeah. Just be mindful of that. Well, and, and FICO came out this last year. And they're going to ding personal loans, ding your credit score even more for taking out personal loans. Oh, if, you can look, if you can go look at the most recent FICO update, yeah, that was included in that. So Don't do the personal. Yeah, yeah. be cautious. Yeah. I also say never get, um, I'm not a fan of the department store cards. No. They're not working in your favor. It's, it's a short-term win yeah. for a long-term loss. Yeah. 
by the time you get into the fees and the interest rates and then you overspend at that place because you feel like you've got an extended line of credit. Stick to the basics, guys. Those three cards, focus on this. Zero annual fee. We don't want to inherit a fee unless you're on a higher strat like strategy of yeah. points we're not there yeah. these are the the first steps right smart just get something with no annual fee and make sure that it's graduatable to unsecured there you, go. you can screw yourself over if you are not graduatable yep. and then you always just have a secure yep. card but i will endorse discover um they don't pay me to say that at all i just think they do things yeah. right zero annual fees on all their stuff they automatically um look for ways to improve your score yep. And do all this stuff automatically. You don't have to call 1-800 and wait on the f- yeah. the phone for a really long time. Yeah. Secondly, work with the bank of which you have a checking and savings account. Check this out, guys. They have another way of analyzing extending credit to you because they have a history of your checking and savings. You actually are a valued client to them because you're getting your payroll deposited. And they see that as a strength. Yeah. You might have damaged credit, but the fact that you're using payroll through them they will extend credit repair at a way better uh, terms, lower interest rate, less fees, higher limit. So that's the starting point. Discover is great, and then the bank you work with. Yep, I Those are that. the steps. Great tips. Those are huge tips. And I think the fifth and final, and this is how we're, we're going to wrap up on this one. This is simple, and then I've got to share a massive bonus nugget with y'all. Whoa. But the last factor that impacts your credit, piggybacks right on top of what you were just talking about, is inquiries. So when you're going to establish credit, every time you apply for credit, you're going to get dinged. So if you're going to do it, go out and apply for two or three of those at a time, right? Get them done early and often, get them done. Mm. But you need to know this, every time you apply for credit, you're going to get dinged. The one exception is mortgage. It's not as lethal as auto loans and and credit cards, but inquiries will hit you. Yeah. So do you have anything to add to that as like a tip? How often? For me, yeah. I will not ish. I will not run my credit more than like once yeah. a year. Yeah, over the mark. Like, and I know if I'm gonna be taking out another mortgage, that's yeah. my one for this year. Yeah. Then maybe it's a card, and I close one out. But I try yeah. not to do more than a poll a year. Is kind of my thing. Yeah, I think. And then once you get established, like you and I, you apply for new credit when you need new credit, or it makes better sense. Zero percent interest. So why not? You know. But um. With young clients of mine, I I'm gonna I go on a credit opening spree. If you don't have credit and you need to open it, I want you to go try Home Depot. If you're a contractor type guy, sure. um, home improvement type guy, go to Home Depot, get one of theirs. It, they're easy, and from my experience, they're easier to get because they can limit you to two hundred or three hundred dollars. Uh, American Eagle, I found success there. Okay, you, know, you need clothes. American Eagle, backed by Visa, so they're gonna report to all three bureaus. Um, you know, Target, Walmart. I'm stuff just like that. not a fan. I'm a fan of the department store. Yeah, play. I if you can't I hear get, you, if, if you're struggling and you're not, so you you hit it on the head. Secured, okay, right, right. Go right, to your right. bank, get a secured card, pay on that, and what'd you say? Twelve months later, it'll turn into six a, to twelve six months. To 12, they give it back. Pay. Yeah, but if you need to go get a couple of others and you're struggling, um, there's a good likelihood that American Eagle will give you a two hundred fifty dollar yeah, credit yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. You know, and in and again, I'm telling people like when I'm meeting with people and they want to buy real estate and do fixers or flippers or, or and and do sweat equity purchases, go get a Home Depot card. 
you know, stuff like that. But remember the 20% utilization rule though. People yeah. get super tripped up on those low limits. Yeah. Especially so you can't just get 250 limit. You max yeah. it out. Now you got a maxed out credit card, which hurts your score. Yeah. Yeah. Remember 20%. So if it's a hundred dollar limit, you ain't spending more than 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah you rework that brain. You're buying a water bottle and a, and a candy bar at Home Depot. And, and you're paying it, it but, on your app. But again, <laughs> when clients are coming in, it's hard to explain this on a podcast. When clients are coming in and they're sitting with us and we're strategizing, that may be their only option on top of a secured card. Absolutely. And so if it is, general rule of thumb, you know, it's, it's always great to get added to as an authorized user, stuff like that. But general rule of thumb, um, easy, Home Depot, American Eagle, Walmart, Target, but not necessarily the recommended option. Yep. So, And look at it. Like, look at it as a debit card. You got to yep. pay it off, guys. It off. You, it's Every not month. a freebie. I think that's one yep. thing I missed when, you know, 18 when yep. I got my first card and I let it go. Oopsies. Yep. I didn't look at it as a debit card. I looked at it as free money. Yeah. We don't teach yeah. how this works. And nope. you have to have the discipline. Um and you're not, you just got to pay it off like a debit card, guys. 20%. Think about it that way. It's an unnecessary, or it's unfortunately a necessary evil in this economy. Credit. Yep. You got to have it. You got to live with it. I remember hearing from my dad growing up, credit cards are the devil. Hated it. Yeah. That I remember that. Yep. It's so crazy, but it's super, super important. Did we hit all your fives? We did. So what you we're going to do here, your yep, what we're going to do here I'm is bogus, bogus I thing. am going face enabled ID because I'm logging into my my FICO account, okay? Mm, it's mm -hmm. the app that I recommend. So I'm going to give you a couple bonus tips for tr for tracking your credit. I like myfico.com. So right here at this time of the month, I don't know if the camera can see this, 832779 and 775. Those are my scores. Great. Okay, great scores. This is where I'm going to give you some golden nuggets right now. I've done a video on this. We get clients come in. Yep. We pull their credit, and it's at 742. And they're like, Dan, my, my FICO says I'm at 775. What gives? So you guys have to understand, or, or my Experian or TransUnion, whatever app. The reason why I like my FICO is because you can select – the algorithm that the actual vendor you're going to use will use. Smart. So, for example, if we could zoom in on this and it just reset, you're going to see mortgages. You're going to see auto loans. You're going to see credit cards. So, if I clicked on mortgages, it's a different algorithm different than notes. the free algorithm that you get with freecreditreport.com. Right. You're getting the credit. So, it went just like you talked about earlier. It went mortgages, auto Credit card. The credit card algorithm is the least strict of the three. Oh, yeah. Which is the free one that you're getting online. You're not getting the mortgage one. We charge clients, banks charge the customer yep. $40, $50 for a credit report. It costs money for a mortgage credit pool. So when customers come or clients come in and they say, hey, what's the, I don't understand. You pulled a 742, but I'm seeing a 787 here because you're getting the free, what, which app? This one. Oh, it's the free one. So you got to make sure you're looking at the right report for the right algorithm to get the proper, the best feedback. So super true. I mean, I think the last personal poll I did, there were some huge discrepancies between the three bureaus. It was like yep. eight twelve, 
717 775. Yeah. So one of the bureaus, I think it was like Equifax, had 717. And guess what? It was some lingering around bill from <laughs> this is long gone. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. that was in a lifetime. Yeah. I, nothing I can do on that. But it can it, it can help people too. Yeah. Holding all three is a more holistic picture. You might have one little ding on one, but yeah. then you have two others. So it works out. Yeah. I always try to, it's like a 20 to 30 point swing. Yep. That's the way I look at it. Oh, if someone's like, oh, I got an 800 FECO. I know they're going to be at that 760 plus. So no, guys, no A++. 760 yeah. gets you the best. 740 still an amazing score. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love that you share that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that from you. It's such good info, and it's a, and I had to figure this thing out the hard way because right. I kept having clients come in, and I, I needed a better way to answer that. And once I dug deep, talked to the pros that I work with in the credit repair industry, they're like, Dan, there's – numerous algorithms and i'm like tell me more about those algorithms you know so totally. it's super helpful but hey let's wrap up yeah, i want to just say plan. thank you so much for coming in it's always you're you're full of such great information and i know you are a blessing to the wealthy homeowner tribe